with an encompassing mist, a dome of fog, an earthly cloud, was very reminiscent of the place where I was born, in London, the weathers that I had experienced there, the weathers that I had experienced in my parents' homeland, in Ireland. So it was deeply familiar. It was comforting. It was consoling, even though there was so little visibility. And the haze of those days could actually be disorienting and almost eerie. But there was something more primordial in that experience of being captive for days on end in an enveloping cloud. And it brought me beyond the threshold of memory to the threshold of mystery. And the experience of it has left me with a deep liking for this kind of sensible obscurity. Perhaps because the world enveloped in such a cloud seems to say, stay by yourself, be still, be silent. Let this healing mist be a blessing on your spirit. Let it be an exemption from exhaustion. Leave into a kind of soul Sabbath, if just for a spell. Even just a short while in these clouds could revive you for those bright days when the muchness and manyness of the world would come back to you again, all exposed and summoning you to it. So this marvelous fog, the clouds that seemed to rise up from earth, felt given as one's private weather, a veil, to hide you even from yourself, if you let it. There was much restfulness and relief in such days of umbrage, safety and calm. And in turning toward that cloud, witnessing, presencing to it, one could feel the stirring even of that secret self, the life in us that loves to thrive within hiddenness and eclipse. And so I think it was the perfect atmosphere to move toward that w more wonderful tent, the cloud of unknowing, not a cloud of mist, but a cloud of mystery, the cloud that hid divinity. In fact, we really could say that such a mysterious cloud has been trailing us through all our lives. In the sacred tradition, we could say it's been trailing us since Genesis itself. Perhaps it was this very cloud of mystery in our poetics of divinity that hovered over the primordial deep and manifested itself again in the Exodus. For we who live in the biblical traditions know that God, the God of revelation, is a God who conceals as much as a God who reveals, is a mystery of enclosure as much as disclosure. Even the name of God whispered to Moses on Sinai is nebulous. It is no noun, naming no entity, no object, but rather a subject uttering itself into human awareness a verb announcing its own beingness, all tense, all time, all space, all unfolding, 
spoken in an unspeakable phoneme, Yahweh. I am who I am. I shall be there for you. I am ahead of you. The sacred name, alluring, confounding, drawing us onward, upward. This name is itself a presence that's stirring within human consciousness and in the great story that carried the name or the presence and the promise. That very name, we are told, was born in an ark of promise, so as to travel with the people who had heard it first. And it was always kept by them, Hashem, this name, the name that would keep them. But this mystery was always shrouded.